Welcome to Preach the Word Podcast. My name is Ashton McDonald, and I am your host. Today's episode is a sermon that was brought to us by Pastor Shad McDonald, January 16th, 2022. The scripture reading is from Ezekiel chapter 1, and the sermon is titled, Stand Until You Can Soar Again. If you would like to stay up to date with our most recent episodes of the podcast, please subscribe. You can also share this episode with friends or family by tapping the share button. Listen today as Pastor McDonald encourages the child of God to stand firm in your faith until you can soar again. Thank you for listening. Ezekiel chapter 1. Let's start there in at verse 5 of Ezekiel 1. Also out of the midst thereof came the likeness of four living creatures. And this was their appearance. They had the likeness of a man. And everyone had four faces and everyone had four wings. And their feet were straight feet and the sole of their feet was like the sole of a calf's foot. And they sparkle like the color of burnished brass. And they had the hands of a man under their wings on their four sides. And they four had their faces and their wings. Their wings were joined one to another. They turned not when they went. They went every one straight forward. I want you to notice verse 8 again. And they had the hands of a man under their wings. I want to drop all the way down to verse number 24. And when they went, I heard the noise of their wings, like the noise of great waters, as the voice of the Almighty, the voice of speech and the noise of an host, when they stood, they let down their wings. Notice, when they stood, they let down their wings. And there was a voice from the firmament that was over their heads when they stood and had let down their wings. Notice that. When they stood and had let down their wings. My. If the Lord will stand by me, I want to title this text, Stand Until You Can Soar Again. If it were the intention of Ezekiel, To simply convey to us that the glory of God is indescribable. I think he did a good job. If it was the intent of the prophet to impress upon us how that the glory and the majesty and the mystery of God can really not be articulated in human vocabulary in a way that we could understand it all... It seems like he has told us enough 
for us to simply shake our heads in wonder and say, that's more than I can understand. When you begin to envision everything that he saw and you try to put it in perspective of what the presence of God is and all that was going on in the midst, it really gets uh, mind-boggling. Uh, I mean, these wheels in the middle of a wheel and a great cloud and a, a fire and a cloud enfolding itself. And then out of that comes these living creatures, these creatures that worship God and they have six wings. And, uh, and you know, immediately I'm at sea. I don't know where I'm at. I, I can't tell you. Uh, what all of that means. And so let me just simply say that I'm not looking for anything prophetic here. And I just want to try to make something practical here. I want to try to just simply say something about these living creatures that had the likeness of a man. And I want to talk to you a little while about posture. I want to talk to you about how that they stood. Hallelujah with their wings down. But they didn't always stand with their wings down. At times, their wings would raise, and they had hands under their wings. And I want to simply tell you that perhaps you may be like these living creatures that have the likeness of a man. And you may feel like that your wings are down. Don't fear dear child even when your wings are down you're still in the presence of the Lord hallelujah and so there's something beautiful I want to try to portray here to you and I that oftentimes in life it seems that our wings are folded and our wings are let down but nevertheless even if it seems like your wings are down don't despair it will come time again for you to wing spread and you will fly again now, whether you understand it or not, we are spiritual beings, and God gave us wings. There's an old spiritual that they say that they sang in Northfield. That would have been Massachusetts, uh, Northfield, Massachusetts, when Moody preached in Northfield. And someone wrote a song, and they sang it first at Northfield. All God's children has got wings. And I'm going to fly all over heaven because God gave all his children wings. You see, our place is in the heavenlies. And we are to set our affections on things above. You see, even though we have a spiritual uh, uh, makeup, we have to live in a human frail body. And physically we have to abide and we have to continue here. But when I get in the presence of the Lord, I find my wings. Hallelujah. When I get in the presence of the Lord, I realize that I'm not singular, I am dual. I realize I am not one, but I am two. For there is the Shad MacDonald that you see, 
but then there is the spirit of God that is within me. And when the spirit of God comes on me, I find my wings, hallelujah. And so I don't have all the answers of everything that this vision of Ezekiel is trying to say to us. And I don't know all about the prophecy of it, but I do know there's something practical here that you and I can learn, and that is to maintain posture. And when I'm not flying, he gave me feet to stand. Hallelujah. When I don't feel the wind beneath my wings, when it seems like that I just can't soar, when it seems like that I can't find my wings to fly, thank God he gave me legs to stand on and I'm gonna plant my feet firm and I'm gonna stand until I find my wings again. I wish it were so that we were always above everything. I wish it were so that we were not earthbound. I wish so much that the terrestrial did not always pull at us. I wish it were easy to stay in the celestial. I wish it were so easy to stay above things. But sometimes we come down and our wings are let down. But friend, here's what I need to preach to you today. I need to keep you on your feet until it's time to fly again. I need to keep you on your feet until it's time to fly again. Hallelujah. And what, <coughs> what can be learned? What, what can I glean from these living creatures that stand with their wings let down? Is there something I can come to know from this? Even though I would hazard to say that probably these living creatures are never tired and they're never time worn and, and they do not know what fatigue is. But for you and I, let me just simply say, sometimes we must stand with our wings down because we're weary. The resignation of one that is weary. One authority of text. He called that the peril of the drooping wing. And that's what brought me to this thought. He made the application that for we humans, even though we are spiritual, there is the physical side of us that sometimes we're weary and we're tired. It may be a despondency that you experience. You have lofty desires and you have high aspirations, but things have happened and caused those ideas and thoughts to fade and you feel like you're a failure. Maybe it's something that you have hoped to attain to. And something you want to accomplish and, and some ideal that you cannot apprehend and it seems like that the best always escapes you and, and you attempt and you try and you pursue but you cannot prevail and oftentimes we feel the fatigue and the frustration of our frailty knowing that we have tried and tried and tried because we want to go home 
higher and we want to attain more but seems like we can't get to that height that we want to come to and so we fold our wings down but nevertheless it matters not if you have suffered a letdown it matters not if you have suffered a letdown it matters not if something has happened that's knocked the props out from under you and it seems like you've lost your wings spread and you can't fly anymore. You can stand until you can fly again. You can stand until you can soar again. I wish that I did not have to deal with opposition and you do too. But the fact of the matter is trials is what makes us strong. Stronger. Trials is what makes us trust God. And I want to preach to a tired, weary soul here today. You may feel like all you can do is stand and you've lost your wings to fly. That's all right. Keep on standing. You'll fly again. Hallelujah. Now, now let me talk to you not only about the despondency you may have experienced, but there's a danger that you must escape. Because you see, <clears throat> if you stay with your wings let down too long, if you stay with your wings folded too long, you find yourself more susceptible and you find yourself more easily within reach of the things of this world. Amen. You see, they will, uh, they will clip they will clip the wings of birds if they don't want them to fly. They'll clip their wings. And though they're made for the air and the heights of the atmosphere, they can't fly because their wings have been clipped. And sad to say, I've had a few things come my way and I'm not by myself in this room. We've had some things that kind of clipped our wings. Is everybody with me here? Things that kind of seemed like pulled us out of the heights and we lost our ability to soar. But nevertheless, hold on dear child. Hold on dear child. You don't have to quit. You don't have to give up. You don't have to resign. You don't have to retire. You don't have to give up. You don't have to give in by God's grace. You are going to fly again because there is a man. I'm back in the vision of Ezekiel. There is a man in the middle of the wheel with his four faces. Now for the likeness of the living creatures, they had four faces. But there's a man in the middle of the wheel and he has four faces. He has the face of an ox, the lion, the eagle, and a man. And so the living creatures also had four faces. There's a man in the wheel that looks just like me. Amen. And even though when my wings are let down, I'm still right in the middle of the move of God. And I need to preach to somebody in the room. You may feel like you can't fly again. Oh yeah, you're gonna fly again because you're right. Anybody got it? You're right in the middle of a move of God. And the Lord's gonna lift you up. And the Lord's gonna strengthen you. And the Lord's gonna take you high again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
There comes to all of us that resignation of one that is weary. But then there comes to us restoration to us when we are worn and we are tired. And so the for this chapter of Isaiah, verse 28, Hast thou not known? Hast thou not heard? That the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary, and there is no searching of his understanding. Get it? He giveth power to the faint, and to them that hath no might, he increaseth strength. Even the youths shall faint and be weary. And the young men shall utterly fall, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. <coughs> they shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. <laughs> Let me talk to you about posture and tell you that you need to stand until you can fly again. And the reason why you need to wait on your wings is because I need to talk to you about perspective. Because here, we look across. Amen. And we look one to another. But if I can get you up a little higher, it's going to change your outlook on your situation. If I can help you find your wings, you're going to get above it. And it's going to give you a completely different vantage point. And things never look near as big when you're above it. Hallelujah. Amen. If you're at the foot of the mountain, it seems impossible. It seems so monolithic, so gargantuous, and so large. I'll never get over that. But if you find wings, there's no boundaries. There's no limitations. There's no fence. There's nothing that can keep you. And that's why you got to find your wings today. Because God wants to get you over it. I wish I was a preacher. That's why you got to find your wings. God wants to get you over over it. <laughs> I, uh, I love Google Earth. That's a wonderful app. I like it. I mean, I have friends that pastor in California and some up in the Northeast and I've never been to their church. I've heard their sermons listen to their services but with Google Earth I can set it 12881 Cunningham Road Grand Bay Alabama and I love when that app just dis, just takes you right out of Mobile County and you go up and you just soar all the way across to California and when that thing starts to set down everything begins to open up and before I know it, I'm right there, hey man, on the West Coast, looking at churches all over that I've heard of and good preachers that I know. 
and then you can bring it right down to street level and look right at the very front door. Oh, isn't it wonderful of how that when we're heavy laden and we're burdened down and it seems like the cares of life have buried us and then we come to church and someone sings a song, someone turns in a testimony and then before I know it, I'm out of here. Amen, I'm gone. That must have been the way John felt when he was on Patmos. He was a prisoner, but then he was free. It seemed like he was confined, but then he was at liberty because he said, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. And that's what somebody needs in the house today. Amen, you may be on Patmos, but you can get in the spirit. And that's why God sent me to preach to you, stand until you can soar. I said stand until you can soar and God gives you your wings again. <clears throat> Sometimes in life it seems like we're tempted to fold up and we've come to stand still and we've stalled and we've lost our fight and we've lost our flight but we have to maintain until we can fly again and that's the exaltation that vi vision gives us if I get above it I can get over it you got that didn't you you got to get over it but the only way you can get over it is you got to get above it yeah how does that happen? They that wait upon the Lord. Come here now. They that wait upon the Lord. They everyone had wings and under their wings were hands. Wings and hands, wings over their hands, hands under their wings. <clears throat> they that wait. I don't know how God does it, but he lets me know if I'm gonna serve, I'm gonna have to soar. I can't take care of the monotonous, mundane, the onerous, hard, difficult toil of life unless I again and now and again experience the uplift and the inertia of the spirit in order for my hands to toil. I've got to feel wind in my wings. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Physically, I'm tired. I'm worn. I'm taxed. Amen. It seems like that all of us get stretched thin. And the only hope we have of being able to serve is if we can soar. Now, there's something I want you to see. They that wait upon the Lord. I, I, I think, I, I think I know what it is to wait. I do it impatiently. Hallelujah. I do it griping. I do it complaining. I'm like, hurry up, Lord, and give me patience. Give it to me now. Amen. Have you ever stopped to just put a 
a timepiece upon how long it takes for a light to turn green, it'll wear you out. Amen. Kathy the other day was making coffee. Now, if we want Ralph coffee, that's my father-in-law's coffee. That is a boiling pot of water poured into an old antique tin drip pot. That's real coffee. That's the kind that you can stand the spoon up in the middle and it'll stay right there. That's three-day coffee. That's the kind Brother Philip likes. Amen. And Kathy commented and said, a a watched pot will never boil. Amen. If you're going to watch it, you're going to be there a while. Can you say amen? And so I'm not good on waiting on things. No, but come here. Let me tell you what the connotation of the word there is. They that wait upon the Lord. There's something there. They that serve the Lord. Amen. As the eyes, amen, of the servant are upon, get the word upon the master. As the eyes, amen, of the mistress is upon her Lord. She's looking upon. She's waiting upon. May I say, I don't know how God does it, but somehow or another when I stretch out my hand to serve, he gives me wings to soar. Somehow or another, when I reach out to do a deed for a brother, I feel the Spirit of God, and He gives me wings to soar, and I'm going to preach to you today. You may be tired and taxed and worn, but I feel wind in the waiting. I feel wind in the waiting, and I believe God wants to give somebody wings today. Hallelujah. Oh, <laughs> thank you. There's nothing that we face in the secular, nothing we deal with here in our lives, as what to God cannot give us wings. And He can give us endurance so that we can have victory. Fly again. I read this past week (coughs) of a farmer that was out walking about in the woods near his farm, and he came upon a little small eaglet that, for whatever reason, had been abandoned. And he picked up that little tiny eaglet, and he took it home, and he put it in the chicken run where all of his chickens were kept. And uh, weeks went by and months went by, and he fed that eagle just like he would his chickens. A neighbor come by that was much a lover of birds and a naturalist of sort, and he saw that eagle there in that long chicken run, and he pointed to that caged eagle there with him chickens. He said, what are you doing with the eagle in there? He said, oh, some weeks, months ago, I found it out in the woods. He said, has it ever flew? He said, no, it's never learned to fly. It's never been out of that cage. It don't know how to fly. Oh, God. That naturalist said, that bird was not meant for a cage. Oh, He said, can I hold that bird? 
He said, well, yeah. He went inside that chicken run, got that young eagle and brought it out, held it close and stroked it and caressed it. And he said, I'm going to teach this bird to fly. The farmer said, how are you going to do that? He said, watch. Held it, turned it loose, and went right to the ground and made as if to go right back to where the chicken feed was. He picked him up, turned him, and held him high and stroked his back and put him into the face of the sun. And he, and he said, while I helped that young bird high, and it felt the glare of the sun, he said, that bird began to tremble in my hand. <laughs> He said, I held it there while the sunlight warmed his breast and something stirred up inside. A native called that said, you weren't made for a chicken yard. I wish somebody helped me while I preach. And he said, there basking in the warmth of the sun. He said, that young eagle stretched its wings and I cast it up into the sky and it took off and began to soar. May I say, my job here today is to get your face turned to the sun. And if I, if I can get your face turned to the sun, you're gonna fly again. I think I've preached enough. Do you get the message? If I can get you into the sun, hallelujah. If I can get you into the sun, you're gonna fly again. If I can get you to look to the sun, if I can get you to bask in his glory, you're gonna fly again. Stand with me all over the house. Stand until you can soar again. Preacher, it seems like in my experience, my wings have folded. I can't find my wings. Don't lay down. Don't give up. Don't quit. Stand. Keep your posture. You'll get a new perspective and he'll give you power to soar above it all. <laughs> Hallelujah.